You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Here is the scoop. Today's topic is one that I feel very strongly about, and it's one that a lot of people spend a lot of time working on right now. This time of year is where we're really focused on setting goals, right? It's it's a time where we begin to evaluate our, our past successes, maybe our past failures, we begin to ask ourselves, what do we want out of life? Um, And a lot of people, you know, being able to set goals is sometimes a source of frustration. It's sometimes a source of anxiety. Some people shut down before they even begin because they don't know where to start. And so today, my goal for you guys is to help you be able to set realistic and achievable goals, break it down into smaller tasks so that you can go out there and begin mastering your business right now. So I don't know how many of you are familiar with this book. It's called The 12 Week Year. This is one of the books that I am recommending to my team to get on board with. It's by Brian P. Morgan. I'm Michael Lennington. Um, It is a New York Times bestseller. The 12-week year is all about being able to take your goals and break them down into quarterly goals, right? So here's the thing. A lot of times we set these big, lofty goals for ourselves where, you know, and it's 12 months away and it seems so far out in the future that we feel like we have a lot of time to work on our goals. But here is the bottom line. What I have found over the past five and a half years of of building my business is that people know that they have time. And I know that there are some chronic procrastinators because I, I am actually one of those people, right? So if I know I have a lot of time to finish a task, I will keep pushing it aside. I will keep finding other things to do. I will say, oh, I have plenty enough time. And then all of a sudden, I'm six weeks out from the deadline and it's crunch time and I have to work twice as hard and I have to work twice as fast. And what ends up happening is I either miss the goal and I could have absolutely hit the goal. It was just that I didn't give myself enough time or I stress myself out, I hit the goal and then I say to myself, now, Melanie, why, why did you do it that way? That wasn't the smartest way. So what I found in reading this book is that it makes total sense, right? If we begin to break down our goals into 12-week increments, we begin to celebrate, we begin to get more focused, we begin to look at the actions that we need to accomplish the goal, and we start planning around that, I think we can have more success and we can be less stressed. And I think that's the key for all of us. So let's dive right in, guys. This morning, goal setting. So number one, before you can even set a goal for yourself, you have to ask yourself this question. What do I want to accomplish? What is my vision for my life? And let's just start broad. Let's start big thinking. And this was an activity that I did where I got out my planner and, and I have this brilliant life planner. It is, um, it's by a woman called Beth Ann Schwamberger. It's brilliantbusinessmoms.com. But I bought this planner, right? This is the first time I've ever used her planner, but I like that it's, it's big and it's organized. And, and at the very beginning, you know, spend some time over the month of December really sitting back and just sort of asking myself, okay, Melanie, what, what do you want to do? 
Where do you envision your life over the next 12 months? What's going to bring you joy? What's going to bring you fulfillment? You know, what is my vision for the next 12 months? And I, I call that my long-term vision, right? And then even just looking into the future, where do you see yourself three to five years from now? And maybe some of you are just in the beginning stages of building your business. So where do you see yourself? Where What do you, what do you want to accomplish? What would bring you joy? Um, what do you want to have? What do you want to do? What do you want to be in your life? What is most important to you physically and spiritually and mentally in your relationships, in your finances, professionally and personally? And I think it's important for you to evaluate all assets of your life because honestly, they all roll into one. And then I want you to say to yourself, how much time do I have to devote to accomplishing goals in my life, right? How much time do I have to devote? What income do I desire to have? Write on a sheet of paper, and then I want you to say to yourself, what is my top priority? What is my top priority? And here's the thing, guys. Everybody's top priority is going to be different. We're not all going to be the same, right? So one person's top priority may be to be able to leave a full-time job because it's sucking the life out of them. It brings them no joy. They do not want to work from somebody for somebody else. They don't want to go to a job to collect a paycheck where they never get recognition. They never get praise, and, and they don't feel like they're adding any value right? But somebody else might say, that's not my priority. I love my job. My career makes me feel fulfilled. You know, I want to build this other revenue stream so that I can put my kids to college. I don't have to take out student loans. Or somebody else might be saying, you know, this is accountability for me. And so we all have to ask ourselves, what is our number one priority? And again, this is where I say to you, do not look around. Do not look at what other people say. Do not look at what your your business other business owners are saying. Do not look at what your upline is writing as their goals. Don't look at other people within the company that you admire or aspire to be like and take on their vision and their priorities as your own. Because if it's not your own vision, your own priorities, it will have no meaning when the going gets tough. And that is gonna be very key um, to, to our discussion a little bit later. So number one, you have to just brainstorm. And this took me a month, a good month, to sit down, to brainstorm, and really think about what it was that I wanted. What are the things that are gonna bring me joy in this season of my life? Also. Ask yourself, what about last year went well? What about last year am I proud of? What about last year, what moved the business forward? And even if it's not something that is measured by the company that you work for, right? Even if it's not a, a performance metric, I want you to think about every area of your life. Are you proud because you learned how to unplug from social media and be present? Are you proud because you attended church? Are you proud because you have been more dedicated to spending quality time with your family or taking vacations or volunteering or donating money? I want you to look at last year and say, I am proud of these things. These things brought me joy and I wanna either continue them or change them moving forward. And it's important that you don't say to yourself, I don't need to write a vision, I don't need to spend time doing this planning, because if that is you, if you are somebody that says, I'm above that and I don't need that, then you are gonna have some major issues at having success in your business. Because when the going get tough, gets tough, and I promise you, the going will get tough. 
I promise you there are going to be roadblocks, there are going to be obstacles, there are going to be curveballs, there are going to be sick kids, there are going to be, you know, things that you came out of left field that you never saw happening. And if you don't have a vision and a why that drives you to stick to your goals, when the going gets tough, you are going to tuck it away in a drawer and you are never going to look at it again because it does not drive you. And it has to be so powerful that you say to yourself, I want to change more than I want to stay the same. And that is key. That was how it was in my personal fitness when I first started. My drive to change was more than it was that I wanted to stay the same. When I looked in the mirror, I did not like what I saw. That visual was enough for me to press play. And on the days I didn't want to do it, on the days that that alarm went off, I said, Melanie, you want to change. You want to change. You do not want to feel like this. And I know it's hard now, but you are willing to do hard things so that a year from now, you can have the confidence to have whatever you want, to wear whatever you want. You will have balance. You will have learned the skills and the tools to be able to live a balanced life. Yes, you may have to say no to the wine now, but once you create a routine, once you reach your goal, you can allow yourself to have that balance back in again, right? So that's the way I look at it. Your why has to drive you. And so there are some reasons where even at this simple step where people, people fail and it is number one, they don't take their vision seriously. Again, it's not meaningful to you. The second one is it's not meaningful to you. If you're looking at a, your upline or, or somebody else that, that is setting goals with you and you're like, yeah, that goal sounds great. I think I'm going to write that on my paper too. But if it doesn't bring you joy, then it is not going to hold you to it. If your vision is too small, that's another reason why you may not be successful at goal setting. Don't set a vision that is easy to accomplish, that is something you're going to do anyways, right? I mean, life is going to go on. If you currently work in a job, you know, and you want to pay off your, your house by the time you're 55 and you clearly are on that track anyways, as long as you pay your mortgage every month, that's a small vision. I want you to challenge yourself to say, how can I, how can I do more? How can I leave a positive mark on this world? What can I do that is going to stretch me, that is going to give me butterflies, that is going to make me excited about getting up every day? When my feet hit the ground, I'm excited to work on these goals. That vision that doesn't discourage you because it's so big, but that just challenges you in the right direction. And then the last reason why people's vision and their goals don't happen is because they don't connect their vision to their daily actions. So you may say to yourself, right, I want to leave a job in December of 2017 and you know that you're going to have to earn X amount of income to get there, which means you're going to have to devote time to building your business. But then you start volunteering and you start hitting the snooze button and you stop pressing play on your workouts and you stop doing personal development and you're not doing the number of new contacts needed to be added every single day to build that business. And so your actions, even though your goal is to create a substantial income, X amount of dollars, you're not actually doing the behaviors leading up to it in order to get that result. So that is the last one that really is a big pitfall. So guys, here's the thing. In order for this, this to work, when we leave this session today and you go back to your desk or you go to a quiet space at some point in the next 24 hours and, and you begin to journal this and write it out, I want you to think about this. Who am I going to share this with? 
How am I going to stay in touch with my vision? Am I going to put it up on, on my bathroom mirror? Am I going to put it on sticky notes? Am I going to, am I going to go to Oprah.com and make a vision board? Am I going to go to Canva or PicMonkey.com and, and import pictures and make a visual that's going to become my screensaver? How are you going to stay in touch with your vision every single day? So I want you to embed this in everything that you do. And then we have to live with intention. We can't just go through life aimlessly sort of just hoping that we're going to hit the bullseye and we're going to hit that goal for ourselves in 2017. We have to take purposeful action. And we are going to do that today. And the question that I want you guys to ask yourself each and every day is this. Did you move forward today or was your day filled with activity that wasn't related to your vision? And that is a good gut check. That's something that I do on a daily basis. I ask myself, is this activity in line with my priorities? Is this activity going to move me forward? You know, there are a lot of times things sound like a great idea, but they're not actually moving me in the right direction. And that's something that we have to become very, very mindful of. Because, for example, you know, I've been asked to teach live classes. I've been asked to take integrative nutrition certifications. I've been asked to speak at, at certain, you know, schools and, and teach about clean eating. I've been asked to do other things that are a great idea but are they going to bring me closer to the goal that I need to meet? Are they going to, is it time away from my family? Is it my, is it my top priority? And so sometimes you have to say to yourself, this is a great idea. I see where this could be value added, but it doesn't fit to my priorities. It doesn't fit my goals. These actions, this behavior isn't going to bring me closer to the goal that I really want to accomplish. And I know a lot of you who are listening right now are saying to yourselves, yeah, I spend a lot of my time doing things that are great, but they're not going to bring me any closer to my goal. So we need to reevaluate that. So here we go, guys. Here's the thing. Let's start out by thinking about this. It's great to set our large goals, but now we need to break it down into smaller, more achievable goals. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to think about what are the big goals I want to save, you know, I'm just throwing things out there. I want to save $10,000 for my kid's college education this year, right? I want to match um, my 401k. I want to take my family um, on a vacation at Christmas time. I want to pay cash for Christmas in December. I want to reach my ultimate. I want to lose 50 pounds in 2017. Those are big year-end goals. I want to be, you know, an elite coach or two-star diamond coach. Those are big goals. Now I need to break it down. I need to say what needs to happen. And we have to say, what is it that I am going to do in the short term to help me get closer to that goal? And so what we want to do today is start to set those 12-week goals. So here's the thing. A good plan fosters solid execution. Here's the thing. Say we set a goal for ourselves and, and um, you know, in our life and we say, okay, I'm going to help 50 people transform their lives between January and March. And so maybe that's the goal. That's the goal at the top of the paper. That's our next 12-week goal. And now we need to say to ourselves, what are the action steps that I need to do in order to get to that goal? And so then you begin to list them out. So let's say to ourselves, okay. 
What are going to be those little benchmarks? Okay, if I want to help 50 people, where do I find 50 people? I need to make sure I'm increasing my social media. So I'm going to at least post three to five times a day on Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat, right? That's one way to increase your followers. I'm going to add, you know, 10 to 15 new contacts every single day. I'm going to send friend requests. I'm going to join groups. I'm going to engage in conversation. These are the subtasks that are going to help you get there. I am going to, you know, reach Success Club 10 or I am going to sign on 10 new customers, you know, or 15 or 20 new customers every single month in order to reach that goal. Now you're beginning to write the subtasks. I am going to blog three times a week. I am going to go live on Facebook three times a week. You begin to write these subtasks because the actions are what is going to bring you closer to the goal. And it's important for you just to write down a master list of ideas that are coming to you because it's the actions that are going to get you there. And I think a lot of times we get distracted and we just see the end result, but we don't realize that it's what you do on a daily basis that brings you closer to that goal. All right. So here's the thing. If I post on social media three to five times a day and I'm consistently adding value, people are going to trust me. So when I do put an offer out there for a service that I'm going to be providing, then people are more likely to choose me because they see that I'm adding value on social media. If I'm having private conversations with people, I'm getting to know them. I know what they're struggling with. I know what their goals are for the next year. And I'm helping them and I'm not asking them to join anything. I'm just developing the relationship when the time does come and they can join a group or an event or a product or program that I'm offering. It's going to be a no brainer because all along I have been building the relationship. So those are things that are going to get me closer to that goal. We need to have a good plan, guys, because if you don't take the time to break down your goals in this way, it is like somebody giving you a map that is missing directions or that has wrong turns or that new roads have been built and other roads have been taken out. It's like having a 20 year old map that is not relevant anymore and you are spending all of this time trying to reroute and redirect and refocus your attention and energy and you are not making progress towards your goal. So we need to have an effective plan. So we're brainstorming, right? We're creating this brainstorming list. Now we need to take these goals. And we need to make them specific and measurable. So number one, here is a specific and measurable goal. Um, each goal needs to be able, you need to be able to quantify it and qualify what success looks like. I will help 50 people in a support and accountability group by March 30th, 2017. It is specific it is measurable. I can track the number of new customers that sign up. I can track the number of people in the Challenge Tracker app. I can track that progress. I will post three times a day on social media, on Facebook, even be more specific. I will post three times a day on Facebook. I will post five times a day on Instagram. Specific, you can get out a sheet of paper and you can put social media, daily social media tracking, and you can give yourself a tally mark for every time you post. And at the end of the seven days, you can look back over the week and you can give yourself a grade. Yep, I did it. No, I did it. Clear, cut, to the point. I will invite 20 people to my challenge group every single week. I will invite 20 people to join my organization every single month, right? Those are specific measurable goals that you can then create action steps underneath. Is that making sense? So you're going to start with the goal. 
You make it specific and measurable. Then underneath, you just brainstorm. You brainstorm a list of the things that you need to do to help you get there. The next thing is this. You've got to be positive. State your goals in a positive way. I will be a leader in my organization. I will end the year as a two-star diamond coach. I will attend the new leader conference. I am a leader in the organization. I am going live on my social media three times a week because I am adding value to other people and teaching them how to live a healthy and fulfilling life. You are positive. It's that can-do attitude. I got this. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. That's the kind of attitude you want to have when you're setting goals. Because if you're sitting at your desk and you're like, I don't know, maybe I can be a diamond coach, you're probably not going to do it. Have confidence in yourself right from the get-go. The next one is, are your goals realistic? But do they give you a stretch? I mean, if you can accomplish a goal without changing your behavior right now, it's it's not going to do anything. It's not stretching you. It's not growing you. You're just maintaining status quo. And it's okay. Maybe that is your goal in life is, is to just maintain that status quo. But here's the thing. You want to challenge yourself. You want it to be something that pushes you outside of your comfort zone. But... You don't want to set a goal that is so far out of reach, especially if you have a pretty bad track record as of right now. So for example, I will be a diamond coach by the end of March. That's a realistic goal if you're currently helping customers uh, get results, if you're hitting Success Club consistently, if your challengers are engaged in challenge groups, if you're inviting them to the business opportunity. That is a realistic goal. But somebody who says, I want to be a diamond coach by March, but they have never hit Success Club before, they're afraid to post on social media, they're afraid to invite and follow up, and, and they've never they've always said they're going to start, but they've never taken action. There's no consistency there. Well, heck, yes, you can flip the switch and say it's going to happen, but you have to be doing the behaviors to get there. So you've got to look at your track record and say, okay, this is a goal, but I know that it's going to take work, and am I willing to do the work, right? A lot of times people set goals, and they don't even know why they're setting that goal. So for example, this happened to me a couple of times, you know, in the past 12 months, right? Diamond is is a rank it, and for those of you that don't know beach body lingo, right? So Diamond is sort of our leader. It's like our opening gates to leadership, right? It's sort of that stepping stone. And so that sort of becomes the dangling little carrot that sort of is put out there like, "Oh, everybody everybody get to Diamond." But here's the thing. I can't tell you how many times people said, I want to be diamond in the next 30 days. And I'm like, okay, well, how, do you know what how to get to diamond? No. And I'm like, well, then what, what does diamond mean to you? Well, that's just what I'm supposed to do. Well, that has no significance in your life. Let me explain to you what it means to be a diamond coach. You have to have four coaches on your left, four coaches on the right, and two of those coaches have to be emerald. You haven't even run a successful challenge group yet. I think we better focus on getting you customers, helping those people get results. Let's work on getting to Success Club and getting some success stories, and then we can focus on the business. Oh, okay, that makes sense, but I still want this diamond thing. Right, 
you do want this diamond thing, but you need the solid foundation of your business before you can move to the next level. Because how are you going to mentor and provide support if you yourself aren't doing the basic level of what the business model is set up to do? And we, as the leaders, have to lead by example in that direction and in that way. That is the most important thing. So it's also important for you to understand what is that goal. And how do I get there? If you want to be an elite or a premier coach this year, what is it going to take to get there? What does it look like? What is the point structure? You know, maybe you're going for a bonus or, you know, something within your company and your organization. Do you know what the benchmarks are to get there? And do you know what the sacrifice is going to look like? Because as you're setting these goals and you're saying to yourself, I want to be um, an elite or premier or elite 10, but your goals are only to work an hour a day or you just want to run challenge groups and you don't want to really build an organization and you don't want to dive into leadership, well, you are not going to set a leadership goal because Premier and Elite are leadership goals. You're going to set goals based on customers and helping them with, with challenge groups. Does that make sense? So part of this being realistic is education. It's understanding how do I earn money and how do I get income and where do my commissions come from and where is this breakdown coming from? When you begin to understand and it becomes real to you, then the goal is more, it's more tangible. You're able to set up the guidelines around it in order to get there. All right. Okay. The next thing is accountability. So we always talk about, you know, I need to have an accountability partner, somebody that I can share my goals with, and that's great. And everybody should have that, whether it's a spouse, a significant other, a success pod of people that you find within your organization or your business. And it's somebody that you have to find. And it's not an accountability partner is not somebody that is going to tell you to work because that's your job. Your job is to get the work done. The accountability partner is somebody you're going to share these goals with, somebody that's going to hold you accountable and say, hey, this is what you told me you were going to do. How's it going? Where, how have you progressed with that goal? What are you working on this week? It's somebody that you can share ideas and say, what do you think about this? But it's somebody that knows what you want to accomplish. And so you, that person, is the person that is going to say, hey, Melanie, you're not getting it done. Let's go. Let's go here. You can do more. You can do better, but you need that accountability, that person to keep you in check. All right. Also, you've got to be time bound. And that's also really important, right? I said about setting your quarterly goals. So time bound. I am going to, uh, I'm going to have three to five new customers on January 31st of 2017. I am going to help 50 people by March 30th, 2017, right? I am going to be a diamond coach by March 2017. Those are time bound. There's a timeline. There's a goal. It is measurable. If you don't set goals with a deadline, you're just working aimlessly. Give yourself a deadline and then reward yourself. If you hit the goal in that deadline, I'm going to buy myself a pair of Lululemon pants because I've always wanted them and they're expensive and I'm going to spend the money on it. All right. Um, maybe you're going to take yourself to the spa or get your nails done or go on a date night with your spouse to celebrate or buy a bottle of wine, but decide how you're going to celebrate, set the deadline and get there. All right. So here we go. We're going to start with a goal, right? So here's the next thing, guys, as we're doing this and as a, before I walk you through an actual goal, here's the thing. And this is really important. A good plan today 
is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Let me say that again. A good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Where are my people pleasers at? Because I know you're out there and I know you're watching and you're like, yeah, that's me. I can't start until I have it all organized and it's color coded and it's pretty. And if I don't have the perfect organized to-do list, I can't begin. Well, let me tell you this. You can't be worried about it being perfect. You have to just take the leap of faith. You have to go before you're ready. It can't be perfect. You can't, don't worry about having the perfect image, the perfect wording, the perfect text, the perfect blog, the perfect website, enough, all images up on your life page before you launch it. Just launch the freaking page. I launched my, this business page last week with 52 people. I just did it. I had an idea. I have a vision for where I want to go. And I'm not sure exactly what it's going to look like, but I have set 12-week goals for this page for my business for the next stage of the game. And I have listed out the action steps that are going to get there. And I don't have a well-painted picture yet. And I'm not sure how it's going to go. And you know what? There's a good chance I will miss some of the benchmarks. But if I don't set a goal, how will I ever know what the baseline is? How will I ever know if I'm actually going to get there? So stop waiting for the perfect time. Even in your fitness, stop waiting for the perfect time. Just press play. Just choose seltzer water over Diet Coke today. Just drink water today, right? You can start now. You don't need to have a well thought out perfectly crafted plan because you're wasting time and somebody else is building their dreams while you're sitting here planning it out. And now I'm done with that soapbox. <laughs> so let's get moving. Let's start that goal, guys. Write down the goal. Write down the goal on your sheet of paper. I want everybody to do this. And you know what? I would love for you to share it in the thread once you're done. What is your goal? And I want to see your brainstorming list. If I want to get, you know, say I want to get a thousand new followers on my like page by the end of January, I need to think about, okay, how do I get eyes on my page? So number one, I need to create valuable content, right? So I need to post at least three to five times a day. I need to invite people to like my page. I need to um, go live because I know live makes a big difference. I need to actually give people content that they're gonna wanna share. So I always think to myself, what are people struggling with right now? This is why I'm doing this podcast. Everybody is setting goals. I'm giving you value so that you will come back for more. I hope that you enjoy this podcast enough that you will go out there and share it with somebody else, which will help me get more eyes on my page, right? that I will share my video, I will take this live video, I will turn it into a YouTube, I will share it on Pinterest, I will blog about it on my blog, I will share it three different places because that will get more traffic back to this page. And how am I measuring whether or not I'm successful? By the number of likes I am getting. If you guys have goals like that too, you say to yourself, all right, what is my plan? And so now I need to say to myself, okay, what's my content gonna look like? If my goal is to get a thousand new followers, what am I gonna post about? And so I begin to look at it just a week at a time. What do I need to do this week in order to get maybe 50 followers this week or 100 followers this week, all right? So I begin to sort of plan it out. And one of my really good friends, Katie, gave me this idea. She has a, a desk calendar. 
And then it has like morning, afternoon, and evening. And she has sticky notes on there. And she begins to plug and play all of her posts for the entire week. You know, transformation Tuesday on Tuesday, throwback Thursday. And then she begins to write in what she's going to post about. You know, Monday, never miss a Monday. Okay, Tuesday night's going to be a recipe. Oh, Friday night, I'm going to do a cocktail recipe. And you can begin to plug and play your content even for just a week. And it's important for you to do this on a weekly basis, you know, so that you have a well thought out plan. On a daily basis, you're reevaluating, reevaluating yourself so that at the end of the week, you can look back and you could say, did I make progress towards my goal? Did I bring myself closer or was I moving myself further away? All right. So now that we sort of talked a little bit about, you know, making them specific and measurable and positive and realistic and being accountable and, and are they time bound? And we've started kind of creating this list. Now we need to say to ourselves, okay, what are going to be some things that are going to cause me to not reach this goal, to not reach this goal? And I love that you guys are sharing your goals below because all of those things, right? Diamond by March, helping 25 people lose 25 pounds. All of those should be separate sheets of paper, right? Separate sheets of paper where you put the goal at the top and you've got your list. And every week when you're planning it out, you're thinking to my, to yourself, am I doing the activities that are going to get me closer to that goal, right? You're doing those things. But here's some things, guys. What's going to keep you from reaching these goals? And these are going to happen to you. I promise you that they will. Is your 12-week goal in line with your vision? Is it? Right? If um, getting to Diamond or hitting Success Club 20, let's just say Success Club 20, my goal, you know, is my 12-week goal is to hit Success Club 20 every single month, but your priority is your family. And your priority is more time volunteering and being present with your spouse. Success Club 20 might be more then you, you've bit off more than you can chew because maybe you also have a full-time job as well. And so maybe your balance is out of whack and what's going to happen is you're going to begin to burn out because your goal is, is too big and it's throwing your balance off. If your vision is to have a balanced life uh, where you're spending your days with your kids and you're just working a little, you're not going to set your bar at Elite 10 right? If, especially if you're like me and you are a one-man show and you are running your business. The second downfall is you aren't staying focused. Focus is critical if you want to be a diamond coach, but you're over here volunteering to teach kids free classes and live classes and organizing your house and X, Y, and Z, and it's distracting you from your business focus, then, then you aren't going to reach your goal. If you're distracted by the news feed and you're organ and you're doing laundry and then you're down the street talking to the neighbors and we all have the same 24 hours in the day and we hear Gary Vaynerchuk say it all the time. You have to pick and choose where you spend your time and you have to delay instant gratification for long-term success. And I did that. I would wake up in the morning and when that alarm would go off at 5 a.m., I would say I want to change more than I want to stay the same. And yes, my bed is warm and snuggly and it's raining and it's cold, but I want to get to my goal more than I want to stay in this warm, cozy bed. And I know that making the sacrifices now, I know that pressing play every single day, 365 days out of the year, five and a half years has brought me visibility, has brought me consistency, has built trust with all of you. I know that blogging three times a week hasn't always been easy. I didn't always want to do it, but I did it because it got me the content that I could share in my challenge groups, that I could share 
on Pinterest that I could share as Facebook posts that helped me develop trust with you, that helped you join my team, that helped customers refer other customers. I did the hard things and that nobody else wanted to do and I stayed focused when the rest of the world was distracted by the shiny object. Ooh, let me go over here and do this training and let me pay for this and let me spend all my time on Facebook ads. Just do the simple, consistent tasks daily over time. This is not rocket science, but most people can't stay focused for even three months in order to hit the goal. So this takes a little bit of just sort of reorganizing on your end, you being able to say to yourself, okay, where am I spending my hours of the day? What am I spending my time on? Can I block it out? And this is something that I do is I just block out in my calendar my work time. When am I going to work my business? And what's the high level idea I'm going to spend my time on? Am I going to blog on Mondays? Am I going to go live on Tuesdays? Am I going to, you know, do another blog post on Friday? I block out my time and no, it doesn't look the same every day, but for the most part, it has a goal and I have a purpose. The third one, third reason why people don't succeed is they don't make the tough choices. You can either do it or you don't. It's up to you. You can live in fear or you can take the bull by the horns and you can go out there and make it happen. You want to be successful, but you're afraid to put yourself out there on social media. You want to be successful, but you're afraid to invite people. You want to be successful, but you're afraid you won't know what to do when you sign up that first customer or that first person to be a part of your team. You know what? None of us knew what we were doing the day we started. But you know what? We had to make the tough choice to say, I'm going to do it anyways. I can find the resources. Google is your best friend. Everything and anything you need to know about building a business, you can find for free on your good friend Google or YouTube, or you, you can research it. That is how I built this business was Googling and watching other people who had done it before me and then and then failing, failing forward, having verbal vomit some days, right? There were some days where I ran the conversation and I'm sure I scared away my customers or, you know, people on my team, but I had to learn from that situation in order to be better. The next thing, there's two more. You don't keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things, guys. Don't make a plan that is so intricate with so many arms and so many diagrams that you don't even know where to start in your own game plan. Keep it simple. Pick three goals that you're gonna focus on for the first quarter, just three. Three goals that are gonna help you, that are gonna be the things that are actually going to bring you the closest to the end result. Let's do that. Let's focus on the simple part of it. Not everything all at one time, all right? The last one is you got to make it meaningful. I said this already. If it doesn't compel you to change, it won't work. What drives you to success? Not what drives me, not what drives your best friend or your success partner, but what drives you to success? What brings you a meaningful, purpose-filled life? What is that for you? And that is what you want to share. All right, so I'm gonna wrap this up, guys, with tracking. And don't leave because everybody thinks tracking is boring, but tracking is important. It is actually essential to your success because if you aren't tracking weekly and monthly and you aren't setting aside time to schedule out your time, your business, you will have no plan. You will not move your business forward. So here's the thing. Every single week, I find the time to plan. And for me, it's Sundays. 
Sundays is my time. On Sundays, I sit down with my planner. I, I have my notebook and I start to think about, okay, what do I want to accomplish this week? What is my week going to look like? And I ask myself, all right, is it that I need to, you know, I need to do three new blog posts and I write out what the blog posts are going to be, or at least what I think they're going to be. And then I look at my calendar and say, when am I going to do those blog posts? When am I most productive? Let me put that on my calendar. All right, at the end of the week, I can track and I can say, did I write three blog posts? Yes or no. That's measurable. I can say to myself, I want to start 20 new conversations. I can put 20, I can write one through 20 on a sheet of paper on a Google spreadsheet. And I can say to myself, okay, I can add 20 people. It doesn't have to be five a day. It can be 20 over the entire week. But the goal is that you have, you have to set the goals and you have to build in the time to do it. So I don't just start Monday morning and say, oh, I'll just wing it. I actually sat down on Sunday and I planned out my week and I looked at, okay, what is going on in my life this week? What is What are my top three priorities, my top three tasks in my work life, in my personal life? When am I going to build my business? So I blocked out my business time. I'm going to work like I had this I had this live video already blocked out. I knew exactly when I was going to do it. I knew that I was going to work out at 5 a.m. I know that, you know, um, Bryce has um, basketball practice last night. I knew that we had to do homework last night. I know that today when the kids get off the bus, it's family time. Like I have my week planned out, my family, my personal life, and my business in the same calendar so that I can see where my gaps and my holes are. Because as I was building my business, I built it in the pockets. I didn't have a babysitter. My kids weren't in school. It was just me at home 24-7. And so yes, my, my calendar was fluid and it changed, but I always had a notebook. I always tracked. I always wrote down the people I was talking to at the end of every week, at the end of every day, I would look back and say, did I bring myself closer to the goal I set my, for myself this week? Or did I bring myself further away? Did I spend all day doing things like scrolling Facebook and um, putting a pretty banner on my timeline and trying to fix up and edit a picture instead of inviting and messaging and following up and being present and connecting with others, right? So those are important things you want to track yourself and you have to reflect. Now, I know it's just like your nutrition, right? You think you're doing good, but are you really accurate? Those of you that don't track, you may be sitting here saying to yourself, I'm doing everything I should be doing in my business, but I don't understand why I'm not successful. Well, are you tracking your business? Are you tracking measurable things? You can be posting three to five times a day, but how many points do you have? How much, what's your income? What are your weekly commissions? What is your team doing? Because you can be posting, but it may not be producing results. And in that case, it is not effective. Or you may think you're having X amount of conversations per week, but you're really not. So I'm gonna use this example, right? My mom has a Fitbit and a lot of her friends got Fitbits over, over the holidays. And, and one of her friends like, you don't need a Fitbit. You can just track it on your phone and just do it for a couple of days. And, and then you'll know how many steps you're getting. And then you don't need to waste money on a Fitbit. And she was like, no, I don't think you understand. Like I sit at a desk all day long. And even though I do 30 minutes of exercise, I'm not moving enough steps that I should be every day. And me wearing this Fitbit reminds me to stand up to move around. I've been sitting too long. Because in our own minds, we think we're doing better than we actually are. 
And that goes the same thing with your nutrition. We think we're making good choices, but until we write it down, until we track our containers, until we put it into MyFitnessPal, we don't realize that extra cookie, that chocolate pretzel, that handful of M&Ms left over from the holiday. And then at the end of the week, we get on the scale and we're like, gosh, darn it, I haven't lost any weight this week. I've been so good, but you weren't tracking. You didn't account for all of those little handfuls and you think that the program doesn't work when reality you're not following the program so if you leave nothing here today it is set a small goal and track it so that you can at the end of every week at the end of every day before your feet hit the floor or before your head hits the pillow you can review it to make sure you are on the right track and maybe you want to review it with a friend or that accountability partner somebody that's going to keep you in check and really commit to making progress every week commit to the progress when you measure it's driving your execution process it is driving you closer to the goal guys we have to focus more on actions than results your result is reaching the goal of helping 50 people over the next three months the actions are all the daily things that you do the things that you track those are more important than reaching the actual goal it is what you become in the process it's the consistency it's the mindset it's the personal development it is the growth along the way that makes the goal happen you know they always say once you achieve a big milestone it's sort of a letdown effect because you're like well i did that it wasn't the accomplishing the goal that was the most exciting part. It was the steps along the way. It was all the growth that you saw, all the lives that you saw change. Those were the things that made it so much more worth it. So focus on the actions. Your outcomes are driven by your actions. So guys, here it is. This is what I want you to do. I want you to take some time. I want you to sit down with a blank sheet of paper and I want you to ask yourself, what do you want in life? What is your vision for the next 12 months? What is your vision for the next three to five months? And then I want you to say to yourself, if I want to get there, I need to start today. I need to start now. I need to maybe just look at what do I need to do today to lose 10 pounds in January? What do I need to do today to earn $100? I want you to break it down. I want you to write that list and I want you to brainstorm it and then I want you to find the time to build the business or to get to the goals that you want. And it's consistency over time that produces results. It's being willing to do the hard things that most people are not willing to do that is gonna bring you success. It is showing up every single day without a pat on the back, without somebody giving you a gold medal for coming to work or logging into your group or logging an exercise. It is you going on internal drive and motivation that is going to help you get the results. All right. So I hope that this goal planning session was helpful for you guys. I hope this gave you some direction. I, of course, always love to hear feedback and hear what you have to say. Thanks so much, guys. I hope you have a great day.